Welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. I'm your host, Aaron Summers. It is Friday here at Saints training camp presented by Rouse's Markets. It has been a fun week. We've seen a lot of players in and out, and today we saw a lot from Michael Thomas. He participated in seven-on-sevens for the second day here at training camp, and he actually beat Paulson Adebo twice, which is crazy because Adebo has really been the star of training camp so far, but it's been fun seeing them go at it. Peyton Turner again on the field. Saw Taysom Hill, Marcus Davenport working off to the side, so they're working their way back to get on with the team here. Tyron Matthew, again, out there with the team, although he did not participate fully, and neither did Cam Jordan, but Cam Jordan likes those vet days. We're going to bring in NFL Network's Ian Rappaport, who is here taking in practice. Hopefully he doesn't break any news. Ian, thank you so much for joining us on the New Orleans Saints podcast. It's always great to have some national media here in town for training camp. When you come to different camps, what are some of the things that you're looking for? Uh, it's great to be here. And this was, I have not been here in, in some time. Um, place is awesome. I appreciate you guys getting a little rain, making sure the weather was nice and yeah. uh, nice and cool <laughs> for me. Thank you for handling bit. that. Um, what I want to do when I come here is I want to have conversations and kind of get an idea for where a team is at, right? Like there's, you know, coaches that I've either talked to on the phone but haven't seen in person in a while or people I've never met and you kind of want to just get a feel for like, what are they about? And the main thing is like, you never know what's going to be a big topic for a team. Right. So I come here and I try to ask about all of it. And like, it's not really reporting. It's just like, I want to leave here with a sense of like, here's where the saints are, you know, or whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of my goal. And um, so it's get a little information, but meet the people that I kind of need to meet. And then, you know, watch practice a little. And, you know, I was in Denver yesterday. There's like a really up-tempo, energetic practice. You can kind of get a feel for what they're like. I thought today with the Saints was very feisty and like a really, I thought, high-level practice. Um, it's good to just get like an initial feel on what a team is like. Yeah, so we like hearing the comparisons to other teams and hearing that that we are doing a little better out here with our, <laughs> our practices, right? I mean, no, no joke though. Like, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. And I think in preseason, there's always a lot of optimism, but this is a good team. Yeah. I think the roster is really good. I'm looking around and, um, you know, there are going to be players that the saints are going to cut in, when is it? Early September, whenever cut down day is, there's going to be player. The saints are going to cut and other teams are going to claim them and they'll be like, you know, special teamers or, you know, key reserves because this is a really deep and talented roster. And, um, you know, you can see that. out. And, and obviously, like, the Saints defense has been good for for some years since Dennis Allen came. But, like, you know, just watching the practice today, like, I thought they were really good. Coverage was really good. And so when the receivers get open, like, they got to fight for it, you know. And that's just really fun to watch. Um, I had, I mean, not that my own personal experience matters that much, but I had a really good time watching practice today. No, that's good. We want you to have a good time when you come here. And I'm glad that you enjoyed the weather. It was definitely nicer than it's been a lot of other days out here. When you talk about the depth of this team, one area I know that the Saints were really trying to address was the wide receivers. How much did they boost that position with the addition of Jarvis Landry, the draft of Chris Olave? Yeah, I I thought they did a really, really nice job of taking a look at their team and being like, you know, the Saints have always been really targeted, right? Like, you know, they, you know, they trade up for Davenport. It's like 
we want this difference maker. And I think when he's been on the field, he has been exactly what they had hoped. I, I'm not sure nationally he gets the kind of love that he should, but I think eventually he will. Mm-hmm. Um, but this has always been a very targeted team. So going into the draft, it's like, all right, we need a future star tackle. Okay, and I think, you know, Penning probably is going to end up being that. And we need some depth at receiver. So you get Olave, who, you know, obviously talented, very fast. I think there's a lot to like. Um, it's been noteworthy for me talking to the coaches uh, and just gaining an understanding of, like, how intuitive and smart he is. Like, it sounds like he not only has picked things up really well, but is the kind of guy who can kind of feel out a defense, like, with his mind and get open that way. And I think that is especially in today's game when so much of the good stuff happened after a play breaks down. Like that's, I think that's really good. Um, and then it sounds like Jarvis has been what they hoped. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, that's not like totally surprising. You know, he had a down year last year in Cleveland, but I think it was only injury. It wasn't, oh, well, he's a guy who's getting old. So like I thought he would come out and have a good year. And I think the early returns are pretty positive. And then like Michael Thomas. Right. Um, I thought he looked great. He had a couple touchdowns today. He yeah, was beating like, Paulson Adiba, who's been a star out here all of training camp. Right. Like and that's what I've been hearing out of here is that Paulson Adibo and Roby have had really, really strong camps. And then it just reminds me how good Michael Thomas is when he's right. Like I was, you know, kind of had my phone down and I kind of looked up and I saw a receiver absolutely break down a DB and catch a pass. And I'm standing next to one of one of the guys who covers the team, Nick Underhill. And mm-hmm. I'm like, was that Michael Thomas? He's like, oh yeah. I'm like, okay. Like he looked, he looked very good. Yeah, he doesn't look like he's missed a step from what yeah. we saw before the injury. So definitely all good news there. Obviously, the Saints are going to be a little bit different with the new head coach and Dennis Allen. Mm-hmm. How do you think the trans- transition is going to go for them? To me, it seems like the perfect situation for for Dennis Allen and for the Saints. Um, you know, it taking over a team is hard, and so often when you take over a team as a, you know, either first-year head coach or someone who's getting another opportunity, mm-hmm. you take over a mess. I mean, that's just the way it is. The team is bad, and the coach got fired, or you need a quarterback, and you had drafted a rookie. It's like It's a complete rebuild. Always. And this is the opposite. I mean, and obviously last year wasn't a great year, but I actually thought they played really, really well considering the quarterback kind of flux, you know, Jameis goes down and then there's like four different quarterbacks. Like I know they didn't make the playoffs and so nobody cares, but like I thought they played really well considering. Um, And then Sean retires and Dennis Allen gets to take over a team that's probably more talented. You know, assuming Jameis is, assuming his health continues to go in the direction that's been going, I can't imagine a better situation for a first year coach than this like they should be like they are they're pretty stacked yeah it seems like everybody's pretty comfortable with each other they know what the expectations are and the expectations for this team this year are really high in-house you know they think that you talk the defensive players they think they can be the number one defense in the nfl and then offensively with the additions of the weapons that they have now the solidifying Jameis Winston as the quarterback. Yeah. You know, they feel like everything's going to click. I think so too. Um, and I don't see, you know, you look around the division, like obviously the, the Bucks are very good, mm-hmm. although Saints have handled them. Yeah. Good. You know, um, I think matchup wise, there's something that something good happens when a Dennis Allen defense plays against 
the Bucks and Tom Brady's offense. We'll see if it's different with BA. They're not there this year, but like they've hand, I thought they've handled it pretty well. You know, it's not like the division is at its highest. There's a couple of teams that are rebuilding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the Saints are, I think, going to be really good. And usually, you can say, well, a team is as good as you know the quarterback will take them. Like, I'm not even sure that's the case here because I think the defense is going to be so good that like if Jameis especially early on as he's just getting back from this ACL and kind of trying to look like himself, if he can just be regular, Mm -hmm. like I think they're going to be in a great spot. We had 58 different starters last year. I mean, it was the most ever in an NFL season. Is that true? Yes, and the defense carried us through. Yeah, and I did feel like they played well. I mean, again, like nobody is like, you know, nobody cares about participation trophies or whatever, but like, I thought it was a very good season considering all the different many, many things that mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. Hopefully we got all of that out of our system last year and we're not <laughs> going to deal with any of um, those types of things, knock on wood, obviously. Um, you mentioned the rest of the division, but kind of looking at the larger NFL landscape, who are some teams that have stood out to you? Um, let's see if I can wrap my my brain around where I've been. Um <laughs> You know, it's been, it's funny. It's been like an, an absolute whirlwind. Um, fun, definitely fun, but a whirlwind. Um, I think the Raiders are going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I don't try, I, I, I try to go to the places where I want to talk to people, not necessarily like the best. So there's some really good teams that I've missed. Like I've missed the Packers. I've missed the Ravens. Um, I'll get the Bucks in a couple days. Uh, yeah, whenever they have the joint practice with the Dolphins, which is going to be really interesting regardless. Um, but of the teams I've seen, I mean, I think the 49ers will end up being good because their defense is awesome. I think the Raiders will be good. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of where I've been. I think the Eagles probably are really talented. Um, you know, that's kind of the, I don't know, um, the Chiefs who I've missed are going to be like they always will. I, I mean, I think in some ways – it's going to be a lot of the teams that are usually at the top. It's just who's going to be a couple teams this year that go from like third or last to first. That's mm-hmm. going to be what it, you know what it, what the season's about. I think everybody saw this off season as one of the craziest of of an NFL off season oh, yes. ever. For somebody like you, I can't imagine what you had to deal with. Your phone, I probably would. I mean, I can't believe it didn't blow up. Yeah, I mean, it was. You know, everyone sort of says the same thing to me where they're like, oh, man, this offseason was fun, wasn't it? And I'm like, well, <laughs> um, was it fun? Yes. Like, it was fun when you report stuff and it's crazy and it happens. It was not exactly that fun all the time to be like, I'm one minute away from having to scramble on and put my makeup on and get on TV because something crazy is about to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, um, I was doing an interview with Spike Lee. Um, for a documentary that he's doing on Colin Kaepernick. And uh, the whole thing was cool. And I was actually, like, excited to do it because Spike Lee's awesome. And I get a text. Tw- it was an hour interview. I get mm-hmm. a text. I think it was 30 minutes in. Like, hey, keep an eye. You know, Tyreek Hill could be traded today. And I'm like, this is just a random day in March. And, like, Tyreek Hill's going to be traded today. And that ended up happening. Mm-hmm. And we ended up being all over. And it was great. But, like, that was supposed to be a casual day. And what you sort of find out is there were no casual days. And I don't know if next off season is going to be like this. I kind of hope it's not. I like it when it's all wrapped up in like one week. Um, but that kept us on our toes really like 
sort of still is, honestly, because there's still some things that are significant that we're waiting on. So just a casual day for you is just hanging out with Spike Lee, doing like a yeah, we took a great thing. we took a great picture for yeah. Instagram. That was cool. <laughs> what are some of the the cooler moments that you've had or things that you've gotten to do because of this career? Um, you know, some of the coolest moments for me are not when it's like crazy, like, you know, break, you break a big story. And Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's really cool. Um, and you know, gets, you know, drop something that no one knew about and watch it kind of explode on social media, then go on TV and talk about like, that's always great. What I find myself really enjoying are, um, I'm at the draft and there's 10 minutes to go before the team who's got the number one pick is on the clock and you can feel how tense everyone is. And, you know, if I'm, sometimes I'm in the building, sometimes I'm in a different location, but if you're in the building, like you can feel it and Mm -hmm. it is awesome. And like that energy is some of the coolest for me. The other thing is, you know, you're at, you're at Super Bowl all week, um, you know, this year in LA, obviously. And, you know, I'm there Sunday to Monday, so it's a long, it's a long haul. And then you wake up early, you get to your live show location and you walk onto the field of the Super Bowl and you're like, okay, like this is pretty cool. And I always tell people like, make sure to look around, mm-hmm. you know, cause our job is so crazy and our lives are crazy. Like take a moment to be like, this is really cool. And so every year, you know, for the Super Bowl, I, I do that and I make sure to take a moment to be like, wow, this is awesome. So those are the kind of things that, you know, there's been some other perks and fun stuff. Um, but the moments before the really big things are always enjoyable for me. Are you going to get out to any Saints games this year? Um, unfortunately, I really go to like one game a year. Um, I'm, I may catch a Thursday game that's, that's near. I live in New York, may I catch a Thursday game. But because I have to be on our pregame show, um, I'm everything from home. So will I get to a Saints game? If the Saints are playing... In February, I will get to a Saints game. Yep, we'll be right there, Glendale, Arizona. <laughs> uh, and and you know what? Not impossible. Not impossible. Well, I think that's a great way to end this. It's a, a nice positive note. I know you got <laughs> po' boys to go get before you get to the airport. Thank you so much for taking the time. All right, thank you for having me. Enjoyed it. Thanks so much to Ian for taking the time to join us. In between all of the crazy stuff that he's doing, he's headed to Panthers camp and Denver. And then, of course, he's going to be on your TV screens. You can follow him at Rap Sheet if you aren't already. Although, if you are an NFL fan, I'm sure you are. Saints training camp is taking place on Saturday. Then they'll have a day off on Sunday. We'll be back here all next week before heading to Houston on Friday to get ready for that preseason game on Saturday. The Saints open practice at the Superdome has been set. It is August 21st. It's going to be from 345 to 545. Gates open at 230. And those tickets, well, you just have to really sign up and reserve them. They are free. They are available starting Monday, August 8th at 9 a.m. You can get them at NewOrleansSaints.com. So make sure you do that because that'll be a really fun last open practice before the real season actually gets underway. For the Saints podcast, I'm Aaron Summers. On Monday's episode, we will bring in some of your favorite reporters, personalities from the local TV stations around New Orleans and get their perspective 
over Saints training camp. I really hope everybody has a great weekend and hope to see you out at some of these practices soon.